You can, Bob, I believe the Google Docs are protected that ordinary mortals cannot read them. Well, I'm not sure. You, the the Antiphon, you mean the Google Docs? That's right. Yes. Mine says I have to verify myself. You know what? We have the one for tonight is sitting there, and then we'll work on it for tomorrow. Great. But that sounds like a more practical way to deal with it. Okay. The uh, the Antiphon is um, right below the, the scriptures listed, and that comes right before and right after the Magnificat. It's said twice. This is, of course, the hymn O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is based on these antiphons. Right. Let's do evening prayer. Watch ye, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults, Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And, <clears throat> and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. We'll be doing Psalm 93 and Psalm 98. 93 begins. The Lord is king and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel and girded himself with strength. He hath made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved. Ever since the world began hath thy seat been prepared. Thou art from everlasting. The floods are risen, O Lord. The floods have lift up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The waves of the sea are mighty and rage horribly. But yet the Lord who dwelleth on high is mightier. Thy testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house forever. Psalm 98 O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. 
with his own own right hand and with his holy arm hath he gotten himself the victory the lord declared his salvation his righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen he hath remembered his mercy and truth toward the house of israel and all the ends of the world have seen the salvation of our god show yourselves joyful unto the lord all ye lands sing rejoice and give thanks praise the lord upon the harp sing to the harp with a psalm of thanksgiving with trumpets also and shalms O show yourselves joyful before the lord the king let the sea make a noise and all that therein is the round world and they that dwell therein let the floods clap their hands and let the hills be joyful together before the lord for he is come to judge the earth with righteousness shall he judge the world and the peoples with equity glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen here beginneth the 33rd chapter of the book of isaiah woe to you who plunder though you have not been plundered and you who deal treacherously though they have not dealt treacherously with you when you cease plundering you will be plundered when you make an end of dealing treacherously they will deal treacherously with you o lord be gracious to us we have waited for you be their arm every morning our salvation also in the time of trouble at the noise of the tumult the people shall flee when you lift yourself up the nations shall be scattered and your plunder shall be gathered like the gathering of the caterpillar as the running to and fro of locusts he shall run upon them the lord is exalted for he dwells on high he hath filled zion with justice and righteousness wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation the fear of the lord is his treasure surely their valiant ones shall cry outside the ambassadors of peace shall weep bitterly the highways lie waste the traveling man ceases he has broken the covenant he has despised the cities he regards no man the earth mourns and languishes lebanon is shamed and shriveled sharon is like a wilderness and bashan and carmel shake off their fruits now i will rise says the lord now i will be exalted now i will lift myself up here endeth the first lesson o wisdom which cameth forth out of the mouth of the most high and reaches from one end to the other mightily and sweetly ordering all things come and teach us the way of prudence my soul doth magnify the lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in god my savior for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden for behold from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed for he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations he has showed strength with his arm he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts he hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek he hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he hath sent empty away he remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant israel as he promised to our forefathers abraham and his seed forever glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen o wisdom which cameth forth out of the mouth of the most high and reacheth from one end to the other mightily and sweetly ordering all things 
Come and teach us the way of prudence. Here beginneth the 19th chapter of the book of Revelation. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. And again they said, Alleluia, her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. Then a voice came from the throne, saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, and those who fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad, and rejoice, and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather together for the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and those who sit on them, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beast, the kings of the earth and their armies, gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. Those two were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, 
the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare thy way before thee, grant that the ministers and stewards of thy ministries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. We have been telling you so long that our, our job in, as Christians is to live steadfastly and faithfully. And so tonight we're starting to turn a little corner in Revelation. And so we see in Isaiah a little bit of a back and forth between the day of the Lord coming and those who wait on the Lord. In verse 2 it says, we will wait on you, Lord. And at the end of that chapter, um, God says, my, I'm, I'm coming, my day is coming. And we've been waiting and waiting. And I remember a day back in 1975, I think it was June 21st, I know it was. And I just got done sitting holding uh, hands with my best man because it was an exciting, exciting moment. And I stood up at the front of this big Orthodox church. And uh, a woman started walking down the aisle and she looked like a beauty princess. And I'm thinking... At that time, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And that's where we are in Revelation. We're at the wedding feast of the Lamb. And so what we have going on is that the wedding is about ready to start, um, that we're being invited to the wedding. And at the same time, we see the wedding feast of the Lamb and Jesus is listed as a Lamb. But then we get into 
uh, uh, the 11th verse and we see Jesus riding a horse. And that's um, a kind of in, in comparison to when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, he rode on a donkey. And I think we've all heard that when a king comes in peace, he rides on a donkey. And when he comes for war, he rides on a horse. Well, while the world see, you either see Jesus as a judge or you see him as your savior. And so the, the world is going to see him on a horse with a judge, uh, with righteous judgment as king of king and lord of lords. But what we see is, is our, our, uh, our, our wedding partner, our, our partner coming and now actually it's us that's walking down the aisle and he's there waiting for us. We've been invited to this feast. So after all this time of persecution and tribulation and, and John is telling the people, um, you know, all this is happening. Nero is a horrible man and all these things are happening, but we will be attending the wedding feast of the lamb. And so we've seen the wedding as a um, symbol of, of uh, the relationship between God and the church throughout the Old Testament and even in the New Testament. And so I think it's just really maybe good to just really quickly review the parts of a wedding. There's a marriage contract that was made, and that was between the um, bride-to-be and the, and the husband-to-be and their parents, and they would sign a contract. And that began the, the period of betrothal. And that's what happened when, when we um, ex um, confessed our belief in Jesus. That was when the betrothal happened. And we actually got an engagement ring and Paul writes of it, it's an earnest, and which is, means it's like a, a down payment. And the down payment was, you know, in our days, we give an engagement ring. The down payment is the Holy Spirit. And so we are marked for this wedding, and that is a good thing. The second thing is a parade. And the parade came when the, the man went to, to fix the house. You know, in his father's house, he would prepare a room for his bride. And the bride's job, that's our job, was to become ready for that. And that, you know, kind of alludes to the parable of the ten virgins, and some were ready and some weren't. So, of course, our job is to be ready. And so then there's going to be a big parade, and he, she walked, the, the bride has walked to the feast. And um, so that's kind of where we are right now. We've been invited, and we're ready to walk to the feast. That's what we're seeing in Revelation. And finally comes this, this celebration, this marriage supper. And that's the marriage supper of the Lamb. And... Um, the thing for us as the church, we're sitting at the head table. This is a great thing. So it's I like to, to think of this in a way that helps us to remember that this is what we're living for because the world is just calling us to move down and to come down to their level. And we're called to live differently and we're called to be steadfast and faithful. But there's a reason that we're called to be steadfast and faithful. And that's the, the fact that we are invited to this feast and to be with Jesus forever. I love the picture in the seventh book of the Chronicles of uh, Narnia, the last battle. Aslan has called time and the, and the time stood still and the world ends. And all the true Narnians are transported to another land and they, and they run into this land. And as they move into the land, they come face to face with Aslan. And then they, be, they become, um, they, they celebrate and they eat together and, and they spend um, obviously eternity together. So we become like Jesus in that day. We, uh, I think born again is what happens to us spiritually, but then that's, that's when that twinkle in the eye, when, when everything changes for us in that instant. And that's what we're waiting for. And I think it's really important, and even sports psychologists tell us that you know, we need to keep the end in mind. We need to keep our goals in mind at all time, and especially when we're going through things, when things look tough. 
So John is just encouraging his people and all through Revelation, they, he's been telling them, you know, this is what's happening. That's what's happening. And Nero is bad. We have to stand fast. We've been hearing that uh, all through Trinity Stephen, stand fast and be faithful. But just remember uh, today that this is what we're going to have. This big feast is coming and that's what we have to look forward to. So just a few remarks on on the scriptures tonight and we'll go to the intercession on page 590 and accept O Lord our intercessions for all mankind let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations and may as many as have received it live as becomes it be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our private supplications. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And after that passage, it just seems right that we do the thanksgiving right below that. To our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfeigned thanks for all thy mercies, for our being, our reason, and all other endowments and faculties of soul and body, for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore thy mercy in sending thy only Son into the world to redeem us from sin and eternal death, and in giving us the knowledge and sense of our duty towards thee. We bless thee for, the, for thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, for all the directions, assistances, and comforts of the Holy Spirit, for thy continual care and watchful providence over us through the whole course of our lives, and particularly for the mercies and benefits of the past day, beseeching thee to continue these thy blessings to us and to give us grace and to show our thankfulness and sincere obedience to his laws, through whose merits and intercessions we receive them all, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you. Good night. Thank Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful evening. Hi, Elizabeth. I may bump. I may bump you out. We may have to come back. I forgot it was Thursday, so I'm back. Okay, I'm just um, trying to turn off the recording. Apparently, I don't have to turn off the court recording. Oh well, they get to record our prayers.
Okay, we're going to start on page 597. For those we love. Almighty God, we entrust all who are dear to us, including Michael, Matthew, Lydia, Trey. For Carter, Caroline, for Augie and Wynn, for Brady, Nick and Natalie, Megan and Grant. For Richard, Sophie, Alex, Jack, Alex. To thy never failing care and love for this life and the life to come, knowing that thou art doing for them better things than we can desire or pray for, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We're moving to Amen. Page. No, it's 43. For children. O Lord Jesus Christ, who dost embrace children with the arms of thy mercy and dost make them living members of thy church, give them grace, we pray thee, to stand fast in thy faith, to obey thy word, and to abide in thy love, that being made strong by thy Holy Spirit, they may resist temptation and overcome evil, and may rejoice in the life that now is, and dwell with thee in the life that is to come. Through thy merits, O merciful Savior, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost liveth and reigneth one God, world without end. Amen. Then on page 50, Almighty God, who has promised to hear the petitions of those who ask in thy Son's name, we beseech thee mercifully to incline thine ears to us who have now made our prayers and supplications unto thee, and grant that those things which we have faithfully asked according to thy will may effectually be obtained to the relief of our necessity and to the setting forth of thy glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Amen. Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to pray with you ladies. Amen. I'm gonna click off because I'm gonna stop this recording in case it was doing that. Okay, thank you. My pleasure, thank you. Good night. <laughs>